This is the 19th season of Bass Talk Live. BTL is presented by Bass Cat Boats, Striking Lures, Aftco, Pro Guide Batteries, X Zone Lures, Shoreline Boat and RV Repair, Spro, Gamakatsu, Big Bite Baits, The Bass Tank, Denali Rods, Beatdown Outdoors, and Sunline. BTL, coming at you. Good evening and welcome to another exciting edition of BTL, Bass Talk Live, where we're going to talk bass fishing and we are with the one and only, the man, the myth, the legend, BTL favorite. Boy, we picked a buggy location, Charlie Harley. We are actually on the shores of Lake of the Ozarks for the eight. Bassmaster Open EQ. Charlie, thank you for jumping in the immaculately clean truck and making the drive from where you're staying to here to do a to do a quick BTL at night episode. Happy to be here. The locals call it Laws, L-O-Z, Lake of the Ozarks, and it's the uh, party boat capital of the world and the dock capital of the world. And uh, the fish look so much healthier here than they do on the Tennessee River at Watts Bar. And I think it's going to be a great tournament. What do you think? Uh, it's not It's a, not an easy tournament, at least for me. It's not going to be an easy tournament. But, yes, it is what I like to do. There are docks. There are little brown jigs involved. And that's all you can ask for. So you get a, you, to, to have a shot, to, to know that you're going into a day with confidence and with hope. I think is key in these, don't you? Like, isn't that what? Isn't that all you can ask for? Yep. Confidence and hope. Yep. And uh, they just had a uh, BFL two-day super tournament here, and uh, I think they're always here in this and division. The Hibdens and took the Hibdens all top owned 10. it. And the, the Hibdens, <laughs> all three Hibdens were in the top ten. I've had the good fortune of fishing with two of those three Hibdens. And they are good old fishermen, and you better uh, pack your lunch if you fish against them on this lake. Uh, their dad and grandpa both grew up on this lake, and uh, it's a beautiful Ozark lake. We, uh, we've been on the Tennessee River last week and on the Ozark, an Ozark lake this week. What a great comparison and contrast. It is. Uh do you think the Hibdens were using forward-facing sonar? That was a statement I made That's earlier, we and I, at, at and I don't think tonight. they uh, – one of them thinks Lawson may have. My opinion, I fished with all three of them. It's been a long time. Uh, they all had a jig in their hand, and they were skipping docks, if you want my opinion. In a perfect world, all three of them were fishing a jig, and uh, um, they are my kind of fishermen. When I grew up, uh, one of my biggest uh, mentors was Guido. I thought it was so cool the way he would flip lay downs and brush piles way up in little creeks and kick everyone's butt. Uh, did you watch Ozark, the TV show? I did not, but I hear it's a good show. You need to watch it because it supposedly takes place on Lake of the Ozarks. That's why it's called Ozark. And the opening scenes and stuff all, now they filmed it in, I want to say Lanier. Okay. Someone, will, someone on the instant feedback Ozark. will be able to tell. I think they filmed it on Lanier primarily in Georgia because there's like cheaper acting fees or something, but all the original stuff and a lot of stuff was filmed right here on Lake of the Ozarks. It's a, a good of, series if you and you and Tracy, Tracy want to kill some time this probably way. after our bedtime when it's on though. I know. Thank you for yeah. coming. You are you are an early 
This lake has a lot of history and tradition. Of course, uh, one of our great heroes, Denny Brower, lived here for a long time. And Guido mm -hmm. and uh, one of Boy, our... there is a lot of history on Lake of the Ozarks. There is a lot of history on Lake of the Ozarks. And of course, our good friend Casey Scanlon lives here. Uh, past elite pro and maybe future elite pro if he keep, keeps catching them. Um, great mix up in the AO or the EQ points last week at Watts Bar. And it was really cool to see two old school guys, Bobby Lane and Ish Monroe, catch them fishing without looking at them on a plopper and a frog. Yep, I ran into Bobby one of the days, and uh, he is probably one of the top five. It does not matter. I ran into him this year when he's spinning rod and riprap on bridges and has three, and things are not going well. And he's always just as cordial as when he's got a sack of them and he's punching them up doing what he likes to do. And I ran into him on day two, and he goes, hey, it sucks today, doesn't it? And I said, yes, and I got 11. I'm pretty happy for that. And he goes, how much weight? And I said, nine pounds. He goes, I bet I don't have six freaking pounds. And he had, didn't say that. Then he had 15, didn't he? <laughs> no, that was that on was day, day two. two. Yeah. Uh, uh, but it was. it's still cool to be out there with those guys. No, I, I, so I love much. it. Bobby Lane. He's a world it. champ, remember. He's yeah. a Red Crest champ and a world champ and an Elite Series champ. And Ish has, uh, what I think, a couple different century belts. Blue Trophy. Three or four yeah. Elite Series wins. I remember wins when he broke 100 win. pounds the first time we went to Amistad. I was there. He caught him on that big white tube, remember? I know. That yeah, was a yeah, one and done. Yeah. I've always thought yeah. that the Toro tube, yeah. I think, is what it was called. Yeah. I always uh, – I got some. Did you get some? Oh, yeah. That? I own them. We catch – believe it or not, we flip uh, Betty Smallmouth with them. <laughs> no. <laughs> yes. I'm totally serious. I've no. got pictures of me. Uh, some of my fans will tell you from Instagram, I have pictures with smallmouth with that giant tube hanging out of their mouth. And they'll eat it? Oh, yeah, they hate it. And you can see it. See, I'm so blind. That thing's perfect for me. But uh, um, let's see. Uh, but other John, than that, though, the Toro tube hasn't really it, it hasn't it never shined took again. Off. They fish it musky fishing a lot, believe it or not. John Bondi style. Yep. Like a jigging spoon. Yep. So uh, uh, is, is uh, Tompkins still leading the points? Yeah. And Garrett's in second? Yeah, I think Tompkins could probably zero the last two and still make it. He's that far ahead. It's been incredible. The guys in the top ten have hardly had a bad tournament at all. They were reading off a lot of the points during live. It was great to see it on live. This tournament be on live, and so will the Harris. Uh, Matt to put his phone on mute during yeah, the show. Know. We're back. Um, but uh, pretty exciting. I'm a big fan of John Garrett, and I'd like to see him finish out with two great more tournaments and make the elites. He's been so close so many times. He's been really close before, uh, one or two points before. So there's yep. a number of guys that have been close before who would uh, come in just a little bit. Sorry. Got, that's fine. I got to get real close to you, you guys said uh, – there Matt and Andrew were sitting too close together, so I, I didn't want to get we're real good. close. Uh, boy, there's about 90 different types of bugs. We're not going to go very long tonight, just about a half hour, but I wanted to get you. Good luck with you, that. I'm going to talk way more than a half you hour. Came over for choice. <laughs> you came over for dinner. Well, we got a, we got a whole other day. Kidding. We got a whole full day, day of practice. This tournament goes Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Top 10 will be on Fox Sports on Sunday morning. And uh, then we have a couple weeks off and go to Harris. Matt had a pretty good tournament last week. Andrew got paid last week. I came real close to getting paid last week. I'm a little upset with Matt and Andrew because I uh, watched their show the night before the tournament. And they said if I caught eight pounds a day, I'd get paid. And I caught over nine pounds a day, and I did not get paid. 
which was very frustrating. It happens. Yeah. I caught I caught uh, eight eight and a half pounds a day, which wasn't as good as you. Didn't matter. Neither of us got paid. And that's, so would that's you what take? Let me win and you're in. We got two more chances yeah. to go to the. Class okay, room. let me take take this. Let's yes. let's do. Uh, would you rather finish thirtieth, but not enjoy it, doing something that you hate, or would you rather finish thirty fifth? But do it. I get paid on both of them. You get paid on both of them. I I'll take the higher finish. You'll take all, no, regardless. Yeah, I hate to say it, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'll take the higher. Because I know there's some guys that would I be learned a long time ago. You can either fish the way you enjoy some tournaments, or fish the way you're going to get paid. And sometimes that's not your favorite way to fish. You know, and I've won a lot of money doing things that weren't my favorite way uh, to fish. Aaron Martin's used to say he hated drop shotting. But he got paid on it all the time. I'm not a huge fan of Carolina rigging, but I get paid on it all the yeah. time. Hold on, let me move this back just a little bit so we can get more. more all right, there we in go. There we go. In there. Uh, so Steve is on the instant feedback, and he fished with you, I believe, on day one at wherever the heck we just were. Watts Bar. Watts Bar. And he is saying, uh, Charlie showed me how to old school flip <laughs> Thursday. And no matter what had those fish wrapped up, he could not lose a fish. I, I had some amazing uh, fish catches um, way, way, way up in those uh, bushy pine trees. And the line would get around those little pine cones under the water. And he's correct. I, I caught so many that I never normally would catch. Um, 25 pounds, Seaguar and Vizex. That's like um, a rope. It's like rope. I cannot break it. I literally cannot break it. I have to cut it. I cannot break it. And a half ounce jig, and uh, I I landed probably a hundred percent. I I did miss one fish. I missed one fish, but it was more missing it than losing it. But li- literally, a couple of my head hung up at the base of the tree and had to free spool it and go clear around the whole length of the Wait tree and come up on Explain. the other side. So you you make it. You've got you got a tree here. Uh, this is the tree, right? Yeah. Okay, so you come up on this side? Either side, and I flipped over it, and okay. the fish got hung up under the tree. So I would have to hold my rod up real high, push the button, and then run with the troll motor all the way around the other side of the tree. Good. And I'd reach in that tree and break all the branches and grab that fish, and they were there every time. Really? Every Almost every time, normally, you would say he's not there anymore. Every one of them was there. Just like pinned right up against. (laughs) So is the key to that just steady pressure? Uh, Steady pressure, yeah. You don't want to be winching on it. And I'll tell you another secret to that. When they bite you and you're down through all those limbs, you have to let the fish go away from the limb before you set the hook. If you set the hook immediately, you'll pin him and never drive the hook. So when you get bit in a big lay down, always bow down to him, let him back up at least a foot away from that limb. And then hit him. That way you get the hook in him. That's a, that's a veteran tip right there, Charlie. You typically, <laughs> it's, uh, you typically yeah, don't everyone knows exactly on what the I'm water saying. information. Yeah. And you're giving up a little on the water juice tonight. I have flipped in a lot of laydowns and lost a lot of fish. So you learn that. It's kind of like waiting on a topwater fish. You learn that all you're going to do is run that fish into that limb if you don't get him back away from it a ways. 7-6 Falcon? Yep. Yep, seven six Falcon. Uh, I like the uh, uh, the expert, uh, the Amistad expert. It's a beast. Thank you for letting me say that. Thank you. Yep. 
and then are you a tungsten guy or are you still old school this was a jig oh this was a jig half ounce my good old half ounce dnl jig uh and uh a custom color i'm making is uh, okeechobee blue it's it's uh it's beautiful and then what were we putting on the truck? I, I'm, I'm, I like a beaver as a trailer. Oh, so you were going bulky. Oh, oh yeah. Bulky. Yeah, yeah. Is that because? I like the glide. I like the glide. I like the glide of a beaver. Yeah. Is that what you've always done? Um, that's what I led the classic on. Okay. I, I, that's my favorite trailer. There's times I want a lot of action and I'll fish a pack across a lot or a uh, Yamamoto twin tail. Okay. Uh, on the Ozark Lakes, I love a Yamamoto twin tail on like a little finesse jig. Uh, but on the Tennessee River, man, it's hard to beat Okeechobee or a wild thing. Okeechobee blue or wild thing. Yeah, Steve is saying you're not lying. He said <laughs> if, it, if it hooked it, it was in the boat. It was just so fun to watch. He was a great co-anchor. <clears throat> uh, and then you get to do what you love to do this week, too. Uh, we'll see. I'm catching them, uh, not necessarily my favorite way. So uh, I feel like in this, in a tournament like this, though, there's only, it's there's no, there's really no secret way that they're. I think the wild card here. Uh, for there, me, I think there are some wild cards here. I there? think there's some things that could come into play that we are not expecting. Like one of them, uh, I I thought of today that got some bites, and I don't mind saying that on here is a a, a, a Kai Tech. Uh, swim bait. Oh, that is sneaky. Around the docks instead, because a lot sneaky. of them are not down on the bottom. Yep. And uh, uh, you know, I, they think glide baits are new, but yep, the good old Zoom is. fluke has uh, been a glide bait for a long time. I don't know why anyone thinks glide baits are new. I don't know. It is. A Zoom fluke is the but original. But for the most part, bait. I like a tournament like this because you can pick up two or three different yep. things, and you know. That you are doing something that, that there will be, be in top, the top ten. 10. Yeah, you don't have to guess. And you right. go to different lakes. Yep. Like I'll be honest, I went to uh, Watts Bar. I had no clue. I mean, a football head in offshore grass was not really on my radar. Nah, but it was but, the Tennessee River, so you I had know. a clue. I mean, well, the Tennessee River that time of the year, like uh, John Garrett, big old worm out offshore in the brush. I mean, pretty basic Tennessee River. Yeah, yeah. But I didn't know. Like, hey, if I do that, like, there will be top tens doing what I'm doing. I didn't know. But here, if you're taking a jig or you're throwing a shaky head or, maybe or you're throwing water. a top yeah. water yeah. or you're running up, there's there's four or five different things that you know are going to be top yeah. ten finishes. Instead of going crazy and trying something and stupid. And there's a yeah. level of comfort in that. Absolutely. Me, at least like that. I was amazed how many different ways fish were caught when we watched the top ten on TV uh, Saturday. Yeah, so was I. Uh, Chatterbait. Unbelievable in, up in the grass, you know, as well. You know, we knew Ish and, and Bobby were up shallow, but then you saw uh, the Pringles guy, and I'm sorry for missing his Greg name. Bohannon. Bohannon and uh, did a great show uh, on BTO. The, you yep. need to go back I, and I listen watched to that it. Show. I watched it, and I know him real well. His name just escaped my uh, head. And then the other FLW guy that was in the top ten, Chatterbait. <laughs> I know who was the other uh, FLW guy that was on TV Saturday. Chatterbait uh, had the first good lemon. Uh, FLW ledge guy, crankbait guy. Uh, you know who I mean, J- Jason. Jason, uh, yeah, him. He, he won a Lambert. 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 Yeah, he, he, Lambert. He, he had a 
caught him up shallow on really? the chatterbait also. That was a bite that I completely I missed that missed totally. I wouldn't even have thought to throw a chatterbait in I've the middle of summer. I've talked to a couple of buddies yep. who smashed him yep. on it, and they would have been in the top two or three had yep. it not been for some unfortunate What an easy bite that I totally overlooked. Didn't yeah. even try that. Yep. So it's it's always interesting. There's not one way to win a tournament. That's the coolest thing about our sport. Uh, Steve. Would like to know since you're in the mood to give up secrets tonight, what your uh, what your shaky head, or do you call it a jig head worm, or what do you call it, what your shaky head setup is? Thank you. I, I uh, catch a lot of fish on a shaky head. I'll probably catch a lot of fish on a shaky head here. Hard to beat in the Ozarks. I fish a boss shaky head. Uh, uh, if you, you can get yeah, on Cliff tackle warehouse, boss. Yep, a screw lock. Yep. Um, they it's got a great hook in it. It's a long shank hook. Um, I fish it, uh, braid the fluoro with a uh, 10 to 12 pound fluoro leader, 15 pound braid, seven pound spinning rod, medium heavy. Um, and the hookup ratio on that thing is one of those hundred percent baits. Most of the time it's top dead center. It's a long shake round bed hook and you get them, you get them lots. Yeah. Sure about a beer yeah. We'll have one after you, the show. You want to have? Uh, you want to have? If you can bring me, if you can get me one brought you. here, we're going to go on for a marathon. Got show. Yeah. No, I mean we're seriously we're going to go I, about a half hour because the bugs are bad and you got to drive home and we're right in the middle of practice. And we probably already went a half hour, but I no, love no, being no, on BTO. Uh, so you're are you you're in it for the long? You're fishing them next year. I, uh, you know what. I said to myself, and Steve probably heard me say it, um, people ask me, are you going to do it again next year? And I'm like, I, I'm having so much damn How fun. Do not, I'm going to okay, do it. This is a legit I'm going to do it because, I mean, yes, you get down, you're wore out. You're like, I called you the night before. You were trying to leave. You're trying to get all your work done. You're trying to get everything put together. You're all stressed out. But then you have a decent tournament, and you're like, that is what you live for. That feeling, when I figured out that bite was in those brushy tops, and I'm running from one brushy top to the next, that's bliss. There's there's a moment there where your head has nothing else in it than this mission at hand, and that is one of the greatest feelings in the world. It's hard for me to get my brain that wrapped on one, focus thing. on one thing, and for to that me, long. that's bliss. That's the one time. Woo. Okay. Really I don't have a follow-up question because you answered it. Then. Yeah. Yeah. So you're going to do that as long as you're as long as you're staying. As long as my body will let me. Yes, feet. and I feel pretty darn good after as for back-to-back tournaments. I'm mm-hmm. ready to go. I mean, physically, I'm ready to go. Yeah. Like, do you feel tired and stuff out there? Like, does um, it does the back-to-back get to you at all? Because it doesn't seem like it does. Not till it gets dark. Really? Yeah. I get up too early. The time to, I wake up way too early. I got to find a way to sleep like in. way too early. Like I wake time? up like three or four in the morning every without morning. an alarm clock oh, every day. No. <laughs> I've been like six o'clock this week because now it does. Because so I know you can make it. It's not even seven, this seven, seven or this seven, year. Yeah. This week, this year, yeah. I guess there's no daylight savings. No, the d- days are getting shorter. You can tell it, and yeah. I love it in Florida because the days are real short. Uh are you you got to be looking forward to the open in Florida. I am. Uh, I, 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 I've had mixed results on Harris. I've had some great results on Harris. I'm looking forward to it because uh, if everything works out right, I'll probably stay after Harris for the whole winter. And uh, Matt's been to my little fish haven down there. It's That's paradise. Nice. To a boy who grew up in Ohio, um, 
to live down there in the winter. I just can't wait. Tracy and I have a ball down there all winter. It is nice. How many years have you been doing that? Um, we've had that place for maybe five or six, but I've probably spent the last 25 winters down there. And the first, what is, was the first winter family related that you wanted? Yeah, Tracy's you... parents. I didn't know when I married Tracy, just a fringe benefit that her parents <laughs> lived right there on the Kissimmee chain. And once I found out, uh, I wasn't shy about uh, moving in with them most winters. So, how long, <laughs> so you've been down there, you've done full winters down there for? Probably 20 years? plus years, 25 yeah. years. Yeah. Tracy and I just celebrated our 27th anniversary. Oh, happy anniversary. Thank you very much. Is the streak still alive? No, I, I blew it at COVID. Um, and I no, outside of COVID, we mentioned I, that. I fish every day, but I can't tell you that I've caught a fish. Every okay. day. So the streak is not alive, but I still fish every day. Okay. Yeah. So it ended at what was the roundabout number? It would have been 1,500 or so. Oh my God. Ah, there's 365 days in a year. That's only four years, about that. Yeah. But every day. Yeah. But I, fished, I still fish every day. So you fished every day then? Yeah. Yes. I mean, at least, yeah. People follow me on Instagram. Yeah, I mean, when we show up at a tournament, I'll go to a pond nearby. And, and you say every day. Every day. Well, and that's my, that's my catch trade. Just like that one guy says, one piece a day when you pick up trash. I say every day. Yeah. Matt's tired. No, I'm not tired. I'm just thinking about how you, how you have to work to do every day because, I mean, we've oh, been no. on it for two weeks here, and yeah. I haven't fished every day. Like, I took an off day. I had an off day in between the tournament. I had an off day that I did last Wednesday. I wanted I to go we back, back out back. on Watch Bar, believe it or oh, not. Oh, and watch how it, see which, how it was Well, done. no, just because I oh, because you found that out. pattern <laughs> and you wanted to go. There were a lot it. of trees I didn't get to put my jig in. Okay. And it literally was call your shot. Once I figured there, there was hardly a tree I couldn't get a bite in. Once I figured it out, those are the are those the best type of patterns in your mind? The patterns that you figure out during the tournament. The best. We always joke the best fish to find are an hour before registration when we used to fish the red man's. Yeah, the best fish are ones you haven't hit yet. You just figured out what's going on, and everything's fresh, and you can call your shot. And when it's visual like that, when you can see it across the lake, that's when you feel like an animal stalking the lake as you're running down the lake. You know, I remember one time Clun got on him at Amistad, and he talked about that square bill had to be in the heart of the bush. It had to be right in the heart of the bush. And once he figured that out, man, that's the one – if they wouldn't have canceled a day, he'd have won oh, it on the stone. No, at uh, Falcon. Falcon, thank you. And he it was, was right at the takeoff the ramp, yeah, and he, he was clobbered. He'd have murdered everyone. I know. And he did the professional thing and said we shouldn't go out that day. And Yeah, that was a rough one. He would have won Keith that for Combs sure won. because Combs was yeah. down by the dam. Uh, my, our buddy Matt Reed has game. been posting every day. Have you seen what he's doing right now? Falcon's he is back. clobbered him. Falcon they're getting back. a 10 pounder on the deck almost every day go out with matt reed he has days open uh it would be one of the greatest trips not only fishing but matt reed's one of the nicest guys you'll ever he meet. is and once you get in and you're one of matt reed's guys as long as you're not a jackass on the water with he, them, will he will hook you up. he will put you back he literally loves and... putting people on fish he gives to yep. get people 
specials and he gets them gets to see them smile and yeah. that's why he does he's it. a he's a top tenor yeah. for me as far as genuinely right. nice guys in i this couldn't sport. agree more he just loves to fish I yeah mean, and also the other thing that's that's low-key down there at, at uh falcon is the crappie oh yeah like, what you want to do is you want to go like if i was going to do it with matt i would Half be like hey road. we're going to do yeah. three days and i want to do uh i want to do a three-quarter bass day and then let's go freaking try to catch the and they'll fill the cooler with crappie in an hour yeah oh talking about the super bfls we just had our last one a buckeye division on lake erie today on lake erie out of sandusky and ohio elite angler alex redwine won by one ounce over my great buddy jeremy reese and uh i know everyone's talked about maddie wong's accomplishment this year but alex was in terrible uh he could have uh lost his elite uh, qualification this year alex redwine easily going into the northern swing and he got himself back in the top 70 for angler of the year and has gets to go fish the elites another year and then went and won the two-day super bfl congrats good for him i remember when he made it two years ago he was like uh, this is my first year doing it. Yep. Like I, I have know no well. business yep. making the elite series. <laughs> like I'm terrified, but I have to take yep. the opportunity. Yep. Like I don't. And his have dad's a fisherman, and his dad supported him and said, "Go take your shot, son. Let's do it." And he just qualified for another year. So that's really cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the Maddie Wong interview. I might. I had. I had a really bad storm that night, so it knocked out my power like two or three times. So I had to literally I, go I back and it. like watch yeah. part of it. But it actually was kind of good because. He talked about some stuff while I was. He did well. He's uh, a great personality. It. But yeah, I didn't even expect him to go down the path that he went down. And those are, in my opinion, some of the best shows are the ones where you're like, oh, wow, this was not at all what I had in mind. <laughs> but I'm all ears. It's a, it's a tough road when you first get mm-hmm. to the elites. Uh, when I got to them, or uh, the, the tour, they didn't take kindly to new boys coming in on the tour. You know, it was back in the Dion Hibden or Guido Hibden days Guido. and the, and the Denny Browers and the Tommy Biffles and the yeah. Jim Bitters. And they I was a little boy from Ohio. And yeah, you, they intimidated the hell out of you back then. I'll tell you. Have you ever gotten into it with anyone on the water? You don't have to say um, who it is or the story, but I've just. Yes. Yeah. I've been uh, wronged on the water and voiced my opinion okay, about that's it. All. I, I, I did not. I that. wasn't successful in holding my ground, <laughs> but, uh, but I told somebody what they were doing to me was completely wrong, but not quite in those words. Okay. And the co-angler with me said, are you going to let him do that? And it got to the point where other than physically stopping him, I could. Okay. Yeah. I was just curious. I, well, you mean uh, I wasn't yes, trying to go, I down, have. to go down that. But not very often. With Maddie Wong talking about. I've had words with some of the largest names in the uh, in the industry. You went Um, out no, Kevin. No, but he did teach me a lesson once. He told me once when he beat me to a spot because I shut down a little early. He said, "If you know right where the fish are, yeah, you yeah. shut down to where the fish are, not a hundred feet before." You are not. <laughs> like, you're right. That was my mistake. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> you learned that in the opens real quick. Uh, what do you think? If you know where the fish are, what do you think it'll take to win this week? It took like 32 pounds well, for the big BFL, bag the first day. But was here's the weird thing. 
There wasn't a single guy who caught him two days in a row. It was either guys who caught like 12 and then Then, 17 or or like Lawson had 19 and then 13. Yeah. But you could say that about Watts Bar too. Yeah. But does that make it harder? I mean, what, 15 Um, a day and you're – How many did they cut it down to on the second day of the – 32 or so? Uh, how many? Oh, do we have a full field? No, okay. probably around two hundred. Um, gosh, it'll take uh, to win for three days. I'm gonna say sixteen pounds a day average. Oh. Right, pretty close. Yeah, it depends on what Casey Scanlon catches. Yeah, no, <laughs> he may bring in twenty uh, a couple days. No, he really may. I watch his. Uh, Instagram when he fishes the evening <laughs> tournaments here, and it's like three, four pounds. I think they're only allowed three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They live here, man. They live here. Casey Scanlon Invitational. They live here. They do live here. The fish look so healthy here, and they bite. Almost out of the screen now, I'm sorry. The fish look really healthy here, and they bite compared to where we just were. All right, you got anything else? The bugs are eating us alive. Nope. Thanks for inviting me. You got to get home um, because good you have to get up in six hours. Good luck. I hope Andrew makes it to the elites. He has a shot still. He does have a shot. That's yep. kind of exciting to see him. And it's also cool. Uh, and I've experienced this with a couple people. I've had it one time where I've experienced it. But when you're around someone that has confidence and it doesn't matter, and you talk to them and they're like, "Yeah, I don't know. I'll figure it out. Like I'm not worried. I'll figure out something." And then. When you figure out, when they tell you what they figured out, and you're like, boy, that's some next level stuff. And to them, it just makes total sense. Like, when you're around someone who's fishing at the top of their ability, it's a cool thing to witness. When uh, when I was fortunate to win the points in a couple of divisions, there's that feeling. You, you know it. There's that feeling that I'm, I'm as good as anyone here. Instead of, I'm not as good as everyone here. And, and uh, you look around, you're like, I'm leaving for a reason. I mean, I've done really good. I'm going to do good today, and you do good. It's all confidence. The one thing I knew when I had confidence, well, I still have confidence. When <laughs> I do too, but not When like I was that. That, that dialed in, like I was, you know, you go put your boat on the trailer, and you, it never even crosses your mind to peek over at what's in the next boat. Or you're to, not worried. If some two you're guys are talking, you're not, yeah. like, trying to hear a key word. Or nope. when someone talks to you, you really you're like, boy, I didn't even ask how his practice has gone because you really don't care because you're that dialed in yep. on what you're doing, and you don't care if you're the only one doing it on the lake. And uh, that that is what separates doing well and not doing well. Confidence, it yep. really is, and it can be something that happens that morning, like getting a bite right off. Yeah. Or it can be a whole season like that. That's amazing. Well, thank you very much. Charlie. Thank you, dude. I appreciate it. That was awesome. All right, everybody. All. Uh, we will be back. There's a good chance we're going to do something with Frank on Thursday afternoon. We have to get off the water at 1. Uh, but obviously, with, with practice being what it is, we're not going to have our day 4 at 8.30 a.m. So uh, just check back. I'll put it on the Instagram. Frank will put it on Instagram or the Bass Talk Live website. But other than that, we will be back in studio Next Monday, we have a cool show. Uh, the Bass Fishing Hall of Fame auction goes live, uh, I believe, on the 22nd, 23rd, somewhere around there. 
Uh, and on Monday, we will have people from the Hall of Fame and some people who have some of the uh, the things for sale. There might be a one-of-one one Frank Scalish signed drawing. Uh, there may be a chance to co-host uh, BTL in person and then go on a crappie trip. Uh, and there might be some trips with other people that are out there. I know there's a Brandon Polinick trip. There's a bunch of bunch of really cool stuff. So stay tuned for that. That's all we got for tonight. We have a, an early night tonight. We got to hit the water bright and early tomorrow for a final day of practice. Once again, Charlie, thank you for jumping on. Greatly appreciate it. Thank you for all of the viewers and listeners. And we will be back with another edition of BTL. That's all we got. See ya.